another episode of See You on the Mat, the podcast by Kai Dabor Health. I am going to start this pod out a little vlog style. You can probably hear my <laughs> ankles cracking as I walk up the stairs. I am going to make some coffee because it is the morning, Friday morning, Friday before this episode goes out, and I need some coffee before I teach because I'm going to be teaching 30-minute hit in like 45 minutes, so wanted to get a little pod in, why not? A little life update, let's see. My cousins were in town, which was super fun. We, I never have family in town, <laughs> I just never do. We, I live on the west coast and they all live on the east coast, so I never get to see it. I mean, I see them when we go to visit, but I mean, everyone has such busy lives now, so no one comes down. Um, and stays with us, and everyone's getting older, so kind of makes sense, but also, I have some younger cousins who like to travel, so come on over, you guys, it's a fun, it's a fun time over here in San Diego, who wouldn't want to come to San Diego, you know, but my cousins were here for a wedding, and it was perfect, it was so great to have them, oh, I was gonna make Tom a smoothie this morning, or last night, so he could have a smoothie in the morning, ah, whatever, sorry, babe, (laughs) Anyway, what was I going to say? It was super fun. It was so fun to have them in town. It's, they were such easy guests. And I, like, don't feel guilty after having them around. I feel like every time I have guests lately, I just feel guilty for not spending as much time with them. Or really just spending not enough time with them. Or, like, being annoyed that they're here. Because <laughs> I'm like, this is my home. You're taking up my space. And you need me to take you places. But because they're a couple, it was my cousin and her husband... Because they're a couple, it was so much easier because they just did things on their own. Though I went with them a lot, which is super fun. Also, they're so chill. They just slept a lot because it was their vacation. And it was awesome. And, um, Bailey, I'm making your coffee right now. I'm putting honey and I'm putting cinnamon in my coffee. And it made me think of you. When you talked about it the other day, I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So I started making it. And it is delicious. Um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it was super fun to have my cousins in town. I always feel guilty when people are in town and visiting. So it was nice to, A, let myself chill for a moment and be like, all right, Kaya. <laughs> Just because they're visiting doesn't mean, like, me feeling guilty is on me. So that was nice to get to work through that, kind of. I don't even know if I really worked through that. They were just great guests. And then what happened? The reset finished. The new schedule started last week. So that was cool. It's been really fun to have a little bit more. I'm going to slam the coffee thing down the the disposal one sec. It's been super fun to have a little bit more time during the day to really nurture the business. I have a meeting today for an event that's upcoming. So that's super fun. And... Yeah, just really, really stoked about where the business is going. Glad that my cousins were in town. That's kind of all I got. I feel like I wrote one more thing down in my notes, but I'm upstairs and I don't have them with me. Give me one sec. I just went downstairs and checked. (laughs) And I remember what I was going to say is another big life update is I'm officially going home for the 4th of July. I'm so excited. Um, I'm not going home home. Sadly, I'm going to be spending it with Tom's family, which is always wonderful. And they just have such a beautiful, they're not in the city. So it's so nice to be able to 
spend time on the water in Washington and just like with his family and stuff. So I'm excited for that. We booked those tickets the other day. All right, we're good. Let's go downstairs and finish recording this. But not bad, not bad. Okay, so let's talk about this week's episode. <laughs> this week's episode is triggers. I had an experience recently where it had, it came, was made aware to me that something that I do triggers somebody else intensely. And I am the growth that I've gone through and the work that I've done to heal myself and work on healing is so amazing, honestly, in situations like this, when you can see, you can take a step out for a moment from the situation and be like, okay, this is not me. This is the situation. And usually, most times, triggers aren't a person, it's a situation, but also it's not even a situation, it's how you feel about yourself and what a what the situation is telling you about yourself or reminding you, reinforcing a belief. It's all about beliefs. I'm gonna have Megan come on, man. We have to talk about honestly, we could just talk about everything. Uh I need to uh, get Tom to show me how to set everything up to record because I need to ask her if she'd be down so we could just any day just hop on and talk. Oh my god, you guys. Any message or any message, any podcast with me and Megan talking about shit like this. Oh, it's going to be so good. It's probably going to be like hours of conversation. But back to triggers. So let's just talk about what a trigger is. It's something that makes you feel a certain way. <laughs> Vague, I know. But it could be a person, an experience, a reminder of an experience, a word, anything that triggers your mind into survival mode or even your body into survival mode. It could be big. It could be small. And an example of a trigger, I think we all know what a big trigger would be because it's very like colloquial to use the term I'm triggered, I feel like. Um, But I feel like when I was learning about triggers and being triggered, I didn't realize how many I actually had. And a lot of the time when you have a trigger, it just triggers an emotion of anger or fear or you get defensive or even happy that that's you know something triggers you to be happy you have to always ask yourself why well, I'm happy is this out of you know anything else other than pure joy or or what but um i think we're very familiar with big triggers it's small triggers that we don't often think about like i was saying um so it could just be like a reminder of a time that you were cringy you know and you're just like oh <laughs> triggered um it's not something that's too debilitating i'd say And a reminder, I'm not a therapist. (laughs) I just have experience in my own healing journey and working with professionals on what all of these are. And I find it so important to share what my experience have been because I've seen so much overlap in other people's lives. And I've gotten a lot of feedback personally about it from other people who are like, wow, thank you. This is, I didn't like think of it this way. And I was like, I know, right? And it helps so much to just hear other people's perspective, to get you out of your head. So going back to triggers, a small trigger could be like when you're with your partner and they say something that 
you didn't expect or not something that's purposefully hurtful or malicious, but it makes you upset. It triggers you to be upset, angry, whatever. It's not a trigger that we often think about, like trauma triggers. This is a trigger that that threatens your belief system or the identity that you set for yourself. So let's get into that. Um, usually when we're being triggered, they like the issues that come from being triggered are, is related to our reaction to how we are when we get triggered. So you're likely getting triggered on something that you haven't worked through yet, something that you've pushed down or not realized is actually something important to move through and that you don't have to feel that way. I know a lot of people that either react right away and react out of, you know, from that pain body, from that experience of being, of feeling their identity threatened. But also I know a lot of people, especially people pleasers, my friends in my life that are people pleasers whom I love so much, but they tend to push down so much that happens to them. I don't know why, but I'm going to assume it's out of comfort for others, out of fear of confrontation, but usually that relates back to comfort for others. They don't want to make anyone else uncomfortable. They'd rather you know, sit in there in comfort. And actually they'd rather not because they're just pushing it down and ignoring that it ever happened and not asking themselves why they are in pain. And as someone on the other side, when you trigger somebody like that, um, it could be nice because you're like, oh wow, thank God that's like somebody is, the person that I'm talking to isn't triggered by that because Uh, I would feel really bad, (laughs) right? Like a lot of the time, if you're having a conversation with somebody, you're like, oh, wow, you're actually not triggered by that. And they just like pushing it down. Um, A lot of the time we take advantage of that and we're like, okay, cool. That's really great. And then, you know, we move on our way. It's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. But then a lot of the time it resurfaces in some capacity. And that person that pushed it down brings it, it finally comes back up and they have an experience, a triggered reaction of, to an experience because they haven't worked through it and maybe you've done something again that re-triggers them and they act out on it. And you're like, wait, I thought you were over this. I'm so confused. So a lot of us tend to make our triggers or beliefs a part of our identity. So that's why a lot of it, you're either protecting your identity if you're pushing it down or if you're lashing out, you're you're protecting your identity. You're fighting and being defensive on, no, this is who I am. You're threatening that part of me. But here's the thing about triggers. They're actually our body's way of saying, hey, let's work through this. Like when you're triggered, when your body is having a reaction like that, it's like, hey, 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 take a moment. (laughs) Take a breath. What is going on right now? What are you feeling in your body? Be really conscious of it right now. How do you feel? Think of the last time that you were triggered by something. How did it feel in your body? Did you feel hot? Did you feel cold? Did you feel anxious? nervous, unsafe? And then how did you react? Did you cry? (laughs) Did you get upset? A lot of the time when we're triggered, things happen in a split second, right? We just react right out of the way, or right right out of the way. We, We react right out of it. Sometimes we just push it down and say, it's not important. I'm fine. But when your body is saying, hey, let's work through this, you can't just let it go. And a lot of the time we don't realize 
when we're triggered, it's actually something that we need to work on. A lot of the time we put it on other people to walk on eggshells around us. We put it on other people to be like, hey, that triggers me. You need to stop. And of course, in some situations that is necessary, putting up boundaries like that. But for the most part, when you get triggered by something, you need to look into yourself. I do this all the time. I am a very sensitive person, especially when I first started dating Tom. I was super sensitive and I would get easily triggered by little things and lash out. Not that we fought a lot, but there were little things that, I mean, we were long distance. So I felt a lot being threatened, the relationship being threatened by the potential of him not staying in California for a while. I felt, you know, uh, my worthiness as a girlfriend being threatened by not, you know, spending time together a lot or whatever that may be. Um, And I would get really defensive. When you're triggered and your body is telling you that, what I do in a moment that I'm triggered, I take a moment, I'm like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I have to force my body to stop. I have to force myself to stop. Sometimes it's a little too late and I'll react and I'll be like, okay, wait, hold up. Reel it in for a moment. Check in. I'm very intuitive. I've been spending a lot of time over the last couple of years tuning into my body, tuning into my belief system, tuning into the way my mindset, the way that I think about things and where a lot of my beliefs come from, where the things that I think about and do and behave and get triggered by, where they come from and what they're based on. And following that trigger all the way down to the root of the problem is so helpful and so important. So when I get triggered, sometimes it's a little too late, but still within that moment, I'm just like, okay, take a moment. Are you actually upset? What is happening? Why are you upset? Why is what somebody just told you, what somebody just said to you, why does it make you feel frustrated, angry, upset, nervous, anxious, hot, cold, whatever? What is that belief about yourself that it is threatening? Or what is this experience that it's reminding you of? A time that you're embarrassed by, let's say. And let's dive deeper into that. Why is it a time that you're embarrassed? Why are you embarrassed about that situation? What did that situation mean about you? I've done a lot of mindset work, so I'm going to do this a little faster than I think it takes sometimes, but... Let's work through a trigger that I actually have had experience with myself. We're going to do a small trigger. Let's do a small trigger. So yesterday when Tom came home from work, he and I were talking in the kitchen and he was washing his hands or washing something um, in the sink and looked over and saw the colander, right? That's what you cylinder colander I think it's colander that you wash pasta with or rinse pasta with um in the drying rack and he was like is this from when we had pasta on Monday night and I was like no (laughs) no that's from when I wash my berries in the mornings um of course I wouldn't let so that's from my berries that I wash in the morning but the thing that was happening in my brain and I started to get defensive over it And so my reaction, my reactive tone was a little bit more defensive than it needed to be. I was like, in my head, the narrative in my head was, you think that I am 
I would leave this colander out and not put it away. You think that I'm dirty. You don't think that I'm a good enough roommate. You don't think that I'm clean enough to be a good partner. All of these things, which obviously is not what he said, but that I was inferring because of my fear of not being a good partner, of not being a good roommate, all of those were coming up. And that's what triggered my reaction of just saying, no, those are for my berries in a more annoyed tone than it needed to be. Because really all he was asking was, is that from Monday night? And the answer is no, it was not for Monday night. It means nothing about who I am as a person. And if he is inferring with a tone of voice that it is, that's also on him, right? So there's so many sides to being triggered. And I really want to talk to Megan about this. I think it would be a really wonderful conversation that we had together. Um, But... There are so many sides to being triggered and the only side that you can control is your side, but also knowing triggers and having a situation where you understand yours and you understand that, oh wow, that just affected me in that way. I need to follow this down. I need to get to the root of where this is coming from. Um, And honestly, because I've done a lot of work, I'm probably skipping some steps that you would had you not known that a lot of your stuff comes from a fear comes from a belief about yourself um so knowing what you know now with triggers you can also take that information and anytime you're in a situation with somebody else and they get triggered you can say oh i know that when i'm triggered it's not about anybody else it's about me it's not about them asking that question it's not about them doing what they're doing It's about what that doing or what that question made me or that I made myself in that when that question was asked, it's about what I made myself believe about myself, what negative subconscious belief is arising, what trigger is coming up to tell me all the negative things that I think about myself, that I now feel threatened because this experience happened and my body is like, hey, hey, hey. Remember these? Let's work through them. Let's clear them because you don't need to feel this way. You don't. You don't need to feel threatened. You don't need to feel like people in your life have any negative intent toward you. So now you can take all of that information and know if somebody in your life does do something out of malice, does do something to hurt you on purpose, that's on them. No genuinely happy person wants pain for anybody else. No genuinely happy person makes anyone, intentionally makes anyone feel a certain way. Right? So the next time you're in a situation where you're feeling triggered and then somebody reacts, you can take that moment and be like, okay, so the way that they're reacting right now, that's actually not about me. It might be about what I said and, you know, now I'm defensive again because I'm defending my character because I'm not a mean person. I know myself, but also their reaction is not on me. It's all about their internal belief system. It's all about the negative beliefs that they have about themselves that are coming up and they're reacting on this high level, not on the soul level level. They're reacting through their ego, not through their soul. And I think that's what so many of us do all the time 
is we actually react out of our ego, out of this, this fear of threaten, being threatened, this fear of whatever it may be. And also, you know, it doesn't do us any good, those of us who are on the receiving end of someone being triggered, to assume what they're triggered about because that's not going to help us in any way. All you can do is recognize that someone's being triggered, recognize that it's not you, and own yourself. Own your healing process, own your trigger, own your work of getting back there and getting to the root of your problem, getting to the root of why you are triggered by something. Because the moment you start to recognize it and the moment you start to practice that behavior in everyday life, the moment you really realize how much is on you. And it's kind of empowering to be like, oh wow, I have the power to change how I feel right now, to rewire my neuro connectivity in my brain, because that is possible. To rewire how I feel about this situation because I feel about how I feel about this situation is based around a belief that I have about myself, a negative subconscious belief I've been telling and reinforcing myself. I want to dive deeper into this. So I'm going to likely stop this here. It's a short pod today, short pod this week. I'm sorry. I apologize, but don't worry. I'm going to talk to Megan and we're going to figure something out. Um, because I, she works with this stuff. She works in this stuff. I want to talk about beauty standards with her. Um, like last week's episode, um, and even just making mistakes and forgiving yourself, all of those things. I want to talk with her about it because her, I mean, having conversations with people that have a different brain than you is really cool. And it's so valuable to learn from more than just one person. But that being said, if you take anything from this episode, it's that we all get triggered. We all get triggered by big things. We all get triggered by little things. And usually a trigger is something that makes you feel unsafe, makes you feel uncomfortable, makes you feel upset, angry, frustrated. And your job when that happens, if you want to heal, if you don't want to feel that way anymore, because the moment you bring awareness to that feeling, the moment that trigger has less power over you, the moment your identity is not threatened by that belief, your identity is not tied to that belief. So take a moment when this happens, and take a breath. Ask yourself why you're upset. Take yourself out of being upset with somebody else. Take yourself out of wanting to hurt somebody else because you want them to feel the pain that you do. Take yourself out of that and bring it back into yourself. Be like, okay, I'm going to ignore that this other person exists right now, and I'm just going to check in with myself and follow this feeling and this belief down to its root. Because let me tell you, let me let you in on a little secret. It's nobody else. It's always just you. Your only ability to control is within yourself. The only thing you can control is you. The how you react. How you work through your triggers. How you heal. And this world is a much better place when we heal. You can actually be the person you want to be. You actually are the person you've always wanted to be. All right, you guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of See You on the Mat. I don't think I introduced myself before, but I'm Kaya. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next week on the pod. See you on the mat. <laughs>